0: Here's what's cooking on an all-new Sports Stove Podcast. We're covering the Major League Baseball playoffs, the NFL week ahead. We're going to give you our picks for those games, and some college football talk as well. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Hey,
1: good, good, good. What
0: you got cooking, how's about cooking, something up to me. Welcome in to an all new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Stover, and my dad, Dale Stover, joins me here as well. Dad, how you doing?
1: Doing good, doing good. Looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, we've got uh, baseball playoffs starting up. We've got the NFL rolling on, including the Green Bay Packers' first-ever game in London. And, of course, we've got a busy college football weekend as well. So we're going to get started with Major League Baseball. Friday starts the playoffs. Uh, The Rays go to the Guardians. The Phillies go to St. Louis. The Mariners, back in the playoffs, go to Toronto. And the Padres against the Mets uh, will be our Friday matchups uh, here and our Saturday matchups. They're the wild card games uh, here this uh, this week. So let's start with that. really no surprises at the end of the day. Um, you know Milwaukee had a small chance to get in there at the end but couldn't beat the Marlins. So we got the six teams that uh, from each conference that we kind of talked about as the season waned on. So let's get right into the playoff matchups. Um, Wildcard's best of three. So uh, it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday all played at the same stadium. So that's the the top seed gets the home field for all three games. Wow. Um, Rays and Guardians. Guardians were that team that – ultimately won the central so congratulations to them uh they pulled it off now they are a better record than the rays going into this game as well so uh when you look at it here that matchup cleveland and tampa what are your initial thoughts on this series
1: well i think um again tampa has played well you know and probably has a little more experience in the playoffs here to me cleveland is a team though that could be i was I was looking at teams that could be a surprise in the playoffs and Cleveland's one of those that could make noise. They did win the division. they do have you know some talent, think they have some good pitching and um, I, I think Cleveland's a team that, that maybe could go further than than we would think. I don't know that they'll be in the World Series, but I think they could make some noise, but Tampa's probably a tough draw for the first first series.
0: Yeah, Tampa has uh, Shane McClanahan, um, and that's kind of it uh, as far as really top top level talent. They got guys that have been fine, obviously, throughout the season. But McClanahan, he leads everything for Tampa. He's been a great pitcher this year and been really good. Cleveland, on the other hand, I think they have the better pitchers in this matchup. Um, they are going to be led by Bieber. They got McKenzie and Quantrell who have been decent. Pleszak, who was injured some, uh, is back now. Savali, who was injured, is back now. And then uh, Klasse, he's he's one of the better closers in there as well. They've got a good bullpen, a good rotation. I think the Guardians have the better team overall. When I get to the playoffs, I look at pitching. That's why I I go straight to pitching, and that's who I pick to win the series is who has the better pitching. And I think Cleveland has the better pitching in this series. So that's where I'm going to lean here in round one. I'll pick Cleveland over Tampa. Do you have a, a prediction, a pick?
1: No, I, I would agree with that. I think, uh, like I said, I think Cleveland could be a surprise team here in the playoffs, and I think they can win uh, the first one, and having the home games will help. So,
0: All right, let's stay in the American League then. Uh, the Mariners back in the playoffs, they had the longest professional drought, playoff drought there was. They're back. They go to Toronto. Uh, All the COVID stuff is – don't have to worry about that right now. Seattle and and Toronto are just a two-game difference in the regular season standings. Um, Again, I'm looking at these these two teams. Toronto, I just like what Toronto has, and I think that they're the better team. So I think they're going to win. I think Toronto wins it in two games. I think Cleveland wins it in three games. I didn't say that before. But I think Toronto wins in two games. They sweep Seattle, in my opinion. But what are your thoughts on the Seattle Mariners and the Blue Jays?
1: Well, I think the Blue Jays, like you said, are the better team. They have a lot of talent. It is an, a, a neat thing and good for baseball, I think, for Seattle to be in it. And I think, you know, if Seattle could make a little bit of a run in this, it would be um, exciting. I think, you know, at least first game or so, you know, fans will be interested in watching this one. And Seattle, of course, with Rodriguez, you know, they, they, they have some players there too. So, um, but I would think Toronto is the better team.
0: Luis Castillo came over in the trade deadline uh, around the trade deadline to Seattle. He'll get the the ball here to pitch in Game One for Seattle. Alex Manoa for Toronto uh, gets the mound as well uh, in the National League. The Philadelphia Phillies they didn't didn't make it easy, but they made it in. They'll travel to St. Louis. Uh, I know you talked with your Philadelphia source earlier. Uh, what are your thoughts on this series?
1: Um, he, yeah, I, I did talk with him and he was very upbeat. Um, he thought if they could get in the playoffs, then, um, you know, anything could happen. And in some ways they do have, uh, some good talent. Um, like I said, St. Louis is a team, you know, we were talking, uh, today, you know, they, they have a lot of, um, you know, karma, whatever going for maybe with pools and all that. So uh, and St. Louis, you know, is a team that's always dangerous um, in the playoffs. The Phillies do have a lot of talent and maybe they could get on a run. I would have to pick the Cardinals in this one. I think though, you know, just looking at it.
0: I told you when we talked earlier today, I just, I'm not going to go against the Cardinals until they lose. There's just too much riding on this. Uh, it's a their first game on Friday is a two o'clock game it's gonna be shown on ABC so nationally televised two o'clock Friday afternoon game uh, gonna start off the playoffs for should be a lot of fun uh, there. I'll go Cardinals in three games over the Phillies but I won't be surprised the Philadelphia wins either they've if their bats come alive uh, good things can happen for Philadelphia. San Diego. The New York Mets, uh, San Diego. I was surprised that they didn't fall apart at the end. The Mets—they have the pitching staff. They have the team. Mets and two is my guess. What do you think about this series?
1: Well, the Mets definitely—you know—are are probably the, the more talented team. Of course, you know San Diego picked up some players at uh, the trade deadline there too. I think the key here might be—you know. Are the Mets, did, did the you know, the fact that they lost a division right at the end, is that going to affect them? Uh, will that motivate them, or will they just be looking to get a shot at the Braves again, and um, could the Padres surprise them? Um, I think this could be maybe one of the upset. Um, uh, upset ones in in the playoffs in the first round here, and it'd be a surprise. But uh, San Diego, um, San Diego could could make a move here.
0: I think that the Mets will not get to the World Series, which earlier I thought they would. I think losing to Atlanta really really diminishes that. But I don't think they're going to lose to San Diego. They're just a far better team than San Diego. Of course, the Mets are known for choking. But they got 100 wins. That's 11 more than the Padres had this year. And they had injuries all year long. Uh, Scherzer was out for some time. DeGrom missed a lot of the season. So I think the Mets take this one pretty easily. But I don't lean on them for the World Series at this point because I do think that really hurt them Uh, and probably demoralized them. Maybe they don't think they can beat Atlanta now. But we will see. Nonetheless, uh, you have it there. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday wild card matchups. I like the new format. By the way, uh, I don't. I never liked the one game wild card, um, and I think it's neat that the home team gets gets. Uh, you know, the higher seed gets the home field. The all three games. That way, you can get it done quicker. Um, as well, you don't have to travel and all that kind of stuff. So, I really like this setup. I think Major League Baseball did something good with their playoffs set up. Any thoughts on how the playoffs are set up?
1: No, I, I think the three games is better. Um, in some ways, I'm, that's quite, the, to me, quite the advantage that, you know, the yeah. team with better record gets all three home games. But like you said, it makes more sense, I think, for the schedule, um, and for travel. And again, you know, major league baseball, they're they're used to, you know, going to a three games, you know, series on the road. So this isn't anything that's an impossibility as far as the fans are concerned. Uh the home fans, you know, that'll really generate a lot of excitement. But no, I think this setup is better than uh the one game playoff. And I think it'll um I think, you know, uh, it'll be great for fans, too.
0: The ALDS and the NLDS will start on Tuesday. Um, that'll be the first game of the uh, the Division Series. So uh, if a team can wrap it up on Saturday, they get a two-day two break. Otherwise, they only get a one-day break going into the Tuesday game uh, when they will match up there. Of course, the Yankees, the Astros, the Braves, and the Dodgers. Are all that is left for the ALDS um, as well. Um, okay, let's move on. Uh, the NFL. And I want to start the NFL conversation tonight with our picks, and then we'll get into some news and topics going around as well. But uh, each week, me and Dad do our pick six. Dad is 14 and 12, I believe. Uh, I typed that in wrong, but I think he's 14 and – no, you're 14 and 10, right? Yeah, 14 and 10 on the year so far. I am 10 and 14 on the year so far, so Dad's been doing better than me. We always pick the Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night games, and then we can pick three games of our own choosing, but tonight we have five games that we pick the same games on, and only one difference. So let's start, though, with the Thursday night game. Uh, The Indianapolis Colts travel to Denver. Denver is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. And uh, as a Russell Wilson fantasy owner, I'm just waiting for Denver to finally get things rolling. But is it going to happen on Thursday night? That is the question. Indianapolis does not have Jonathan Taylor this week. He is out due to injury. So, Dad, which way did you go with Denver and Indianapolis?
1: Well, I went with Denver, and I even kind of figured that before Taylor went out. But Indianapolis has just been such a disappointment, and I think with Denver being at home, like you said, this could be a game where Denver kind of gets things going. Now, they lost, you know, Javante Williams, and, and that'll be a loss for the year. But um, they've got some other players coming in, and so for with three and a half, I picked Denver to cover that.
0: I went opposite. I went with Indianapolis plus three and a half. And I decided uh, to trust Matt Ryan over Russell Wilson. And uh, I just, I don't know. I don't like either of these teams right now. (laughs) So I had to pick one. So I went with Indianapolis. Uh, Let's see here. Sunday night game. The uh, defending Super Bowl or AFC champions. Cincinnati Bengals, they go on the road to Baltimore for a big division game. Baltimore, two-and-a-half point favorites at home. Uh, which way did you go with this one?
1: I went with Cincinnati. Uh, again, Baltimore struggled a little bit. I think Cincinnati's got things headed in the right direction, even though they're on the road. Um, I took them as the underdog in this. I think Cincinnati um, you know, is is going to play pretty tough all year. And um, Baltimore, you know, is in a little bit um, little bit of a quandary right now. And I, I, so I went with Cincinnati.
0: I don't like picking division games. <laughs> you just never know how it's going to go. Yeah. I, too, went with Cincinnati. I trust them a little bit more than I trust Baltimore. Not a lot more, but I do trust them a little bit more. And so I went with them as well, being the underdogs. Um, I felt like that was the safest way to go. So we both picked Cincinnati. uh, Monday night, another division game, Kansas city, six and a half point favorites at home against the one and three Las Vegas Raiders. Um, which way did you go with this one?
1: Um, again, this is an interesting one because this is quite the rivalry, the Raiders and the chiefs. You never know what's going to happen in this. Um, and again, the line was a little high, but I went with Kansas City being at home. Kansas City seems like they're playing, um, you know, better here again. Of course, you know I, I like Mahomes, and I think they're getting things headed in a direction. The Raiders, you know, did finally win a game, but uh, again, they've, you know, I I, I think they're going to struggle as the year goes on. Um, I might not have picked this game if it wasn't one we had to because of the line, but um, I went with the Chiefs to cover.
0: Yeah, six and a half made me go the other way. I went with the Raiders. Um, I think Kansas City probably wins this game, although wouldn't surprise me if the Raiders do. I think that they can keep it close at the very least. So I want Raiders at plus six and a half on this one uh, as well. Uh, so we, we split uh, those three picks. We, we picked the same in one game and split the other two, which is great. Uh, Then we both picked the Chargers-Cleveland game. So Cleveland at home, two and two. They are two-and-a-half-point underdogs to the visiting Los Angeles Chargers. And, uh, Dad, did you go home or away on this one? Uh,
1: I went away on this one with the Chargers. I think they're by far the stronger team. Um, And even though they're on the road, um, I went with them to cover. I still think Chargers have a good team. They've had some... Uh, injuries but um you know they played better uh last week and um so i when you know i think they're going to get the receiver back here at some point um allen and yeah. so i went
0: with the chargers well i hope they do cuz i drafted keenan allen in one league and would love for him to play but uh, i too went with the chargers in this one uh such a small line that i think it made it kind of simple uh so i went with the favorites Los Angeles Chargers as well. Uh, then we both picked the Tampa Bay-Atlanta game. Tampa at home, eight-and-a-half point favorites. Atlanta without their starting running back, Cordero Patterson. And Tom Brady without his ball and chain, Gisele Bunchen, Uh, Tom Brady uh, and his wife getting a divorce. So does Tom Brady play free and, and open things up for Tampa? Uh, or is he too uh, stressed out about the divorce? How did you pick on this game?
1: Um, well, I picked Atlanta because of the eight and a half. I think Tampa Bay will win the game. I don't know if they'll win it by that much. Now, of course, Patterson's out, so that's going to make a difference. But Atlanta has been a surprise. Now, Tampa Bay, you know, they could could get it all together, and they could roll, you know, all over them there. But um, with the, with the spread, I went with Atlanta on the points.
0: If you're a Kyle Pitts owner in fantasy football – um, you should be thankful that Cordero Patterson is out. I think it's going to force them to open things up. Again, a division game, even though it's in Tampa, uh, that was a large spread for me as well. So I went Atlanta in this one as well, plus eight and a half, thinking that they can keep it close and maybe bring it down to the very end. But again, I don't know how this turns out. I'm not sure what Tom Brady, now that everything's in the public, maybe it's he's a little bit more free to play than he was when things were all behind the scenes. But uh, so I wouldn't be completely surprised if Tampa wins by 30. But, but I went ahead and picked Atlanta as well uh, in that game. So we both picked uh, in uh, Los Angeles Chargers and the Atlanta Falcons in those games. That brings us down to our sixth game. Uh, who did you pick for your sixth game?
1: Uh, I took the Rams against the Cowboys. And um, the Rams are at home, and again, they've. I think they'll. I think they'll get things straightened out, and I think they can do it against the Cowboys. Um, so I took the Rams to cover over Dallas four and a half.
0: Man, things are ugly in Los Angeles right now for the Rams. Um, Dallas, though, I mean, surely they can't keep this going, right? I mean, um, I asked a question to a Cowboy fan dad. I said, Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott? Uh, Who are you choosing? And uh, they said Dak Prescott still would get the nod when he's healthy, but uh, they've been happy with what Cooper Rush has done for him. I did not pick this game, but if I were going to pick it, I'd probably pick the Rams as well. Uh, You just feel like they've got to get things going at some point, and who better to do it against than the Dallas Cowboys? Um, I picked the New England-Detroit game. New England's at home. They're 1-3, and 3.5-point three, three and favorites. Detroit on the road is also 1-3. and three. I went Detroit, plus 3.5. I think they can at least make it a field goal game and maybe even come out with the win. So I picked Detroit, plus 3.5 in this game. And uh, hopefully with my picks this week, I can start to catch up to you a little bit. Uh, although I can't catch you because we picked three games the same, but nonetheless, that's okay. Let's talk about the other games going on in the NFL this weekend. London, England. The Green Bay Packers and the New York Giants. Green Bay, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. We like what we see out of Green Bay, Dad. We've both been pretty pretty well-pleased, I think, with what we're seeing out of Green Bay. The defense is playing well. I think Aaron Rodgers and the young receivers are starting to connect. Love Romeo Dobbs um so what what are you expecting out of this uh nine thirty are you skipping church on sunday to watch this game do what are you skipping church on sunday to watch this game
1: no i'm not but um i will get to see a little bit of it before i go because being in this time zone here so that will help but um no i i i won't be doing that but i think um I think Green Bay will win this one. Um, again, the Giants, though, have been a surprise team. And so, I, you know, I don't know for sure what to expect. But, again, the defense didn't play as well for Green Bay last week. If they can get that straightened out, again, they may get some players back. They may not there. Um, but the offense, I think, is clicking. I think the offensive line is coming together. They're starting you know, to can form the line they want there because people are healthy and uh, the receivers are definitely the young receivers are coming along so that that's going to make it a little tougher on defenses the running backs are strong and uh, Bo can catch the ball and the offense seems to be clicking a little more Rogers, of course had a bad first half uh, but like you said he usually hopefully that's the only one for the year he usually doesn't play like that too often so We will see. I think they're looking forward to playing over there. And um, I think there'll be a lot of Packer fans over there. Normally in London, you know, from what I understand, there's always a lot of color in the crowd because everybody just wears the jersey of their favorite team. But I know I've seen online right away Packer fans from all over Europe got their tickets for this. So I think it'll be, and the Packers always draw well on the road um, I think it'll be could be a pretty strong crowd for the Packers, and that'll help.
0: yeah, the Giants are beat up too. Daniel Jones is beat up. They lose a receiver for the year. so I mean they've got they're not in full full form right now, plus the trip to London. uh yeah, I think Green Bay wins this game relatively easily, I think, and I like what the Giants have done this year. I just don't think this is gonna be the game for them. Uh, Minnesota will host Chicago. Seven and a half point favorite, Minnesota ish. Man, Chicago, I mean, I hate to say that I was right on this, but I didn't think their hiring of the offensive staff was the right moves. Um, I know you liked them better than I did. Chicago just has not looked good at all this year. Uh, Minnesota, three and one, they haven't looked great, though, in that three and one either, other than the first week. I think Minnesota dominates this game, though, at home. Against Chicago, what do you think?
1: Yes, um, I, I think they will again. I, you know, I don't know how good Minnesota is totally, but but Chicago, like you said, has trouble. And this being on the road, um, you know, with a with a division game, um, you know, and the Vikings are in a good spot in the division, so they won't they won't look past this one for sure. And I think the Bears, I think the Vikings should should handle this one pretty easily.
0: Tennessee travels to the nation's capital the Washington uh, football team redskins slash uh, what are they now the cap um, commanders yeah that's Great. what they are commanders um, uh, commanders are two and a half point dogs at home against Tennessee I don't know that we're very unbiased about Tennessee so I, I'm picking Washington in this game but I don't I'm not comfortable with either team
1: yeah, I never know how to figure on the Titans this year. You know, you think, well, they're really going to struggle, and then all of a sudden they have a big game. So um, I don't know. And, of course, you know, with their running game um, and, you know, now ideally Washington's defense can be good, but uh, they've struggled a little bit. This would be the game for them to get back on track. But, uh, yeah, it'd be hard to pick this one because I just don't know kind of who's going to show up. So,
0: Yeah. Tied for first place in the South, the Jacksonville Jaguars at home against the Houston Texans, the only winless team so far are left in the NFL. Six and a half point favorites are Jacksonville. They've looked good. This feels like a trap game, though. Um, I think we're going to learn something about Jacksonville in this game. Are they the old Jacksonville where they struggle with Houston or are they the new Jacksonville? Where they come out and look good again against a very, not very good team in the Houston Texans. Which way do you lean in this one?
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. I think we'll learn something for sure about Jacksonville in this one. I think they've played better. I hope they have a good year. Houston has not played in some ways all that bad. They've been in some games. And like I said, with this being a division game, you know, to say it's a trap game, this is not one that you can say, well, Jacksonville will just come in and roll over them. Uh, But Jacksonville should. I think they're the better team. Um, but I think this will show a little bit. If Jacksonville could come in, be poised, and win this game, then I think, you know, um, they could have a season that we thought maybe they would.
0: New Orleans is at home against Seattle, five-and-a-half-point favorites. New Orleans is one and three. Uh, they've had some injury issues as well with Alvin Kamara, Jameis Winston. But, again, Seattle is just not a good team. So I'm going to go with New Orleans here, even though Seattle has the better record.
1: Um, like you say, sometimes this is a game. I don't know why anybody wants to watch it. I mean, (laughs) I, I, you just don't, you don't have a lot here in new Orleans. Um, you know, has it, I don't know. I don't know that Winston's going to be back this week. Um, there, um, and, and Seattle, you know, I thought, well, they may not even win a game, but yet they have won a game. And so, uh, this one probably could go, go either way. Um, I, I just don't know, but it's not one I uh, pay a lot of attention to outside of seeing the final score.
0: Former St. Teddy Bridgewater will march the Miami Dolphins into New York for the play of the Jets. The Jets are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Zach Wilson is back and dancing the gritty in the end zone. Uh, Miami's got some talent, but they're down a quarterback. So which way do you go, Miami or the Jets?
1: Yeah, this was um, would be interesting being it's at home for the Jets. And, again, it's a division game, so you never know how that's going to go. I think, again, um, this is a little bit like the Jacksonville game. We'll see about Miami. Now, again, they don't have their starting quarterback, but they have a lot of other talent. And normally they would go in and take care of the Jets. The Jets, I think, are better this year um and again this would be a good look at zach wilson and see how he does too so i think the, the dolphins ought to win this one but i think the jets you know this would be a chance for them to say no we're going to be respectable this year and again we're going to be in a division game at home um i should be a fun game to, to keep an eye on
0: i think we learn about the jets more than the dolphins in this game the dolphins down their quarterback so i think you can give them a pass new york though as their quarterback and he's back for the second week and i think we learned something about the jets this week i'm picking the jets in that game against miami uh the buffalo bills three and one but it hasn't been an impressive three and one they're at home against pittsburgh the new quarterback in pittsburgh kenny pickett is in and the the team really seems to like kenny pickett the players Really like Kenny Pickett. Pittsburgh is a 13.5-point underdog. I think Buffalo wins, but I think Pittsburgh could cover uh, here as well. So how do you look at this game?
1: Yeah, they might cover, but again, Buffalo should beat Pittsburgh at this point. And uh, Buffalo, yeah, been a little bit surprising. Um, you know, like I said, they have a good record, but they have struggled a little bit. And you just wonder if they'll get everything back, but, you know, in, in line. And this would be a good game for them to be able to do that.
0: San Francisco got a huge win this past week against the Rams. But again, it was not pretty. They traveled to Carolina. San Francisco, two and two, six and a half point favorites. Uh, I'm going to go with the home team. Carolina Panthers getting a win and covering in this game. Uh, are you going Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G? Um,
1: I'll go with San Francisco. Their defense played extremely well. Mm-hmm. And again, I think I think Carolina is not, not a, a really good team. And I think they can go, San Francisco can go on the road and uh, win this one.
0: I'm going to come back to head coach Rule for Carolina once we get to our college football talk. So I'll comment more on that in just a moment. Uh, Philadelphia on the road at Arizona. Philadelphia undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Five and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, When you talk to your Philly source, did he say anything about the Eagles or were you only talking about the Phillies?
1: Um well we talked a little bit about the Eagles too. And um like I said, I, I think um uh, the Eagles have looked very good. They have a lot of talent. I've heard that. This will be a very interesting game. I know we've had questions. You've had a lot of questions about uh Kingsbury as far as coaching is concerned. Um Arizona, you know, won one last week and this is at home. So this will be a, this is a time for Arizona to play. Well, and again, you got Kyler Murray, so we'll we'll see how strong Philadelphia is. Uh, but they 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 have a lot of talent. They have a lot of weapons. or running game is coming along. Um, you know, we'll see how their defense does. This is an interesting one. In some ways, I think uh, the Cardinals could win this, um, and and you know um, may not have an undefeated team there in Philly right now anymore.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Philly uh i just i don't know i I don't know about arizona <laughs> i just don't know i do not know about arizona whatsoever so i'll go with philadelphia in that game as well uh well not as well you went with with arizona uh let's talk about a couple of these things real quick though um the tom brady stuff how much is the off the field stuff affecting his on the field stuff
1: um, I, I don't know, you know, we will, um, we will, we, we, we will have to see from that. You know, some people handle off the field distractions pretty well and others. You know, it affects, I think a part of it is how much does affect the team? How much do they worry about, uh, him being affected by it? And, uh, I just don't know.
0: Um, Blake Bortles retires, uh, former Packer, former Jaguar. Um, never really made anything of himself. He made it to the AFC championship game one time, but never really had the respect of NFL fans. He ends up walking away after his, uh, I forget how many years he was in the league, but I mean, kind of sad, right? Because everybody thought he was going to be quite the deal.
1: Yeah. yeah, when he had that big year in Jacksonville, it looked like he was going to really come on. I know when he got drafted, I think people thought he was picked maybe too high, but then it looked like, boy, he was going to make it. And, um, you know, he had, it did have an NFL career, but, um, you know, it, it's ended, and, you know, he's not one people will remember a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anything else in the NFL you want to cover before we move to college football?
1: No, it'll be, like I said, the NFL's been exciting every week. A lot of close games, and I think um, you never know who's going to win, and I think that could be true this week, too. doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon. This could be a real interesting year if it keeps up like this.
0: For sure, for sure. All right, let's get over to college football then and take a look. Starting in the uh, top 25, uh, let's start talking about games, games that you have on your list that you're intrigued by coming up here this week or maybe even a surprise win from anybody this week.
1: Well, we've got, of course, the Tennessee-LSU game. Tennessee has looked good, and um, I think they. this is a chance for them. It's at LSU, so this will be a good test to see exactly where they're at and how good they are. Another game very interesting, I think, is Utah and UCLA. Uh, again not a top 10 team but U- utah has looked good and ucla you know are they gonna are they gonna contend in the conference there this will be a good game there and um tcu and kansas we would have never thought that would a game we would have been excited in but how how far is kansas gonna go how long bigger run is they gonna make i mean you know You've never seen crowds like that at Kansas football, and then TCU pulls the big upset last week. Um, so that that will be an interesting game. It'll it'll keep somebody in the hunt in the conference there. Um, I'm kind of intrigued about the BYU Notre Dame game. Um, is BYU going to be a factor? Um, will they come down? You know, I don't know that they can make make it into the playoffs, but as far as where they're at, and then Notre Dame has been disappointing. This is at home against Notre Dame, so it'll be uh, interesting in that one.
0: And um, Well, with that one, BYU's the underdog in that game against Notre Dame. That surprised me a lot. Uh very surprised to see them coming in as the underdog, with considering how Notre Dame has played this year and how BYU has played this year. I'm surprised to see that.
1: Yeah. And another game that even to me a couple weeks ago I wouldn't have thought would be something you'd pay attention to is Arkansas and Mississippi State. Now, yeah. I look at Mississippi State's schedule, to be honest, outside of Texas A&M, and we don't know how good they are, um, they really haven't you know, won a big game. So mm-hmm. uh, and Arkansas, I think, is a good team. So we'll, I think Arkansas can get back on track with a win here. And, uh, you know, again, I never understand Mike Leach, so I don't know how that <laughs> is. But um, Mississippi State has been surprising that all of a sudden you see them up, uh, up there. And um, th- this will knock somebody out of the discussion for sure um, in this game.
0: Uh, other games that uh, – not necessarily top 25 games, some of them are. Oklahoma State and Texas Tech I think can be a really good game. Oklahoma State has been really good. They were really good last year. They're really good again this year. Texas Tech is one of those teams, though, you can't take lightly. And uh, so Oklahoma State's a a nine-and-a-half point favorite in that game. But watch out for Texas Tech. Uh, How about Texas and Oklahoma? Uh, At the beginning of the year, this looked like it was going to be a really important game. Well, neither team ranked. Uh, Texas is a a six-and-a-half point favorite. I think Oklahoma just needs time. Venables has to have time to bring in people they lost a lot of people with the transfer portal. So I think Texas wins this game. Um, I'm just – I'm kind of all out on Oklahoma right now, Dad, and I can't say that I've been all in on them yet this season.
1: Well, I mean, Oklahoma is definitely not where, you know, um, they wanted to be and where I thought they would be. Um, I th- This will be, uh, you know, nationally in some ways it's not a big game when usually it is but it'll be a big game for these two teams because whoever loses this one, um, you know, it's really going to be down from there and, um, the winner will have, you know, be able to salvage the season a little bit. Um, I would hope, OU you can um, be ready to play and, and, and make this happen. But, um, after last week, you know, um, you know, we saw online where one of our big Oklahoma fans we know has kind of given up after that TCU game. So, but I know most of the fans have not. And, um, you know, they're, they're never both those teams are just such a rivalry. They'll be ready to play.
0: Two more games that caught my eye. Number nine, Ole Miss is traveling to Nashville to play Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt is an 18 and a half dog. And I just want to congratulate Vanderbilt. I feel like last year, this would be a 30-point spread. And they're under 20 points. So congratulations to Vanderbilt in that. Ole Miss will definitely win that game. Uh, and then the last one is an ACC battle. Number 14, NC State, playing, uh, hosting Florida State. Florida State's been decent this year. NC State, though, I think they're the real deal. I think NC State wins this game. But it's nice to see Florida State kind of at least being somewhat relevant again here as of late.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if NC State can rebound from the loss to Clemson, though, no, because they were really psyched up for that. And um, so and like I said, Florida State has played better. So this, will, this, this could be a good game.
0: Uh, college football, there's already been a number of firings in college football. Wisconsin one of the latest to get rid of their coach. Jim Leonard is the interim and I think will be the long-term head coach at Wisconsin. Um, He is an alum and I think a really good coach. So I think that kind of gets set, but a name we talked about earlier, Matt rule. He is at Carolina Panthers right now. You have talked about, we have talked about, he probably won't be at the Panthers next year. And you got jobs like Nebraska, Nebraska, uh, Arizona State that are open right now. Um, does Matt Rule make the jump back to college this year?
1: Um, I think it would make some sense. Uh, I think he was, a, you know, a really good college coach, and um, and you know, un- unless he wants to take some time away, I would think he would be a name people, um, you know, would would look at. Um, yeah, it's interesting to it seem to me, like people have gotten rid of their coach earlier here in college, you know, during the season than normal. So, um, you know, we'll have to see what happens the next couple of weeks. This may get to be a trend. So, uh, definitely not a long leash in some of these schools these days and probably the transfer portal has something to do with that too. So, uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, very well. could. What about urban Meyer? Um, you know urban meyer's name comes up anytime a college job comes open uh if i was an athletic director i would not hire urban meyer and just from his off the field things um but he's a really good football coach and you would think that one of these schools that are open are calling him up do you think urban meyer comes back and coaches next season
1: um again i i mean i agree with you i don't think colleges want to touch him at least not right now but they may and he is a good coach you know he's a recruiter from there but uh i don't know a college would i i think i think people may may hold off on him yet for a little bit and may, he may be happy with what he's doing you know right now with network or whatever and um We'll see. I mean, obviously his name is going to come up and has come up, um, but I, I, I think it had to be the right place, and I think a lot of people would shy away from that, like you said, because of the all field stuff and just the way things are. Things are.
0: Well, just win, baby, and Urban Meyer can do that. So a yep. program like Nebraska that wants to get back on the map, it makes sense to take a swing at a guy like Urban Meyer. Arizona state is a party school. I'd be scared to death to hire them at Arizona state. Um, but, uh, nonetheless, we'll see how it all shakes out, uh, there as well. Anything else, college football or any other topics that you want to cover before we wrap up tonight?
1: Um, no, like I said, it's been a great football season so far, and I think it's going to be a good baseball playoffs. Um, from there, and like I said, a good time of the year for sports. I know we're not covering hockey tonight, but I wore one of my Predator shirts. They, start, they kick off the season here Friday and Saturday over in Prague. And so the NHL is starting, which I know excites you. And um, so a lot going on in sports.
0: I thought we might get out of the show without talking about any preseason hockey. Um, but the season is around the corner. For the NHL, and uh, I'm sure we'll get regular updates on how the Predators are doing as the season progresses as well. All right, friends, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. You can catch any past episodes wherever you get podcasts at the Sports Stove podcast or on YouTube. Check out the Sports Stove podcast on YouTube as well. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.